0: Hello, ladies. The Big Balboski here. And right now, you're listening to the Matt Madness Podcast. Uh-huh. They talking all of this madness Talking all of this madness
1: Talking all of this madness Hello everybody and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast I am your host, Ron Paschery With me this week A very unique crop of co-hosts this week I don't know the last time we had the uh, original four all on together uh, To my right, Mr. Sexy Punta Cana Then now forever C.K. Joe Rottermill Excelsior Ha <laughs> Zephyr Stanley. Yes, my friend. <laughs> Appreciate that reference. Uh, Eck2Fly, Eric Trembicki. What's going on? Not too much. And Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo. Aaron Lloyd, Eck, I believe you have a new nickname for him. I probably do, but I forgot it.
0: Oh oh oh! Double A, <laughs> double A, Aaron
1: Ambrose <laughs> showed up in in the wife beater, guns blazing tonight. Did you burn yeah. your vest before we started? Yes. you yes. burned your Matt Madness vest before we started. It'd be better if you were doing the show sitting on the roof of a, of a car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we were doing video, I would try to get, like, Phil or somebody yeah. to superimpose Alo sitting on top of a car.
2: If it was daytime, I'd go
1: outside and sit on the hunt That would be a great plug for Eck. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so before we get into the Survivor Series preview episode, real quick, just a reminder to everyone, subscribe on iTunes, five-star ratings and reviews. Uh, I'm just going to kick it off with... The thing that we've all been most excited about for like the last at least four to five weeks, and the thing I would assume we're all probably most disappointed about now, which is Becky Lynch, her run being maybe the most enjoyable thing of 2018 so far. Um, I I guess this is really disappointing. This is really disappointing because obviously the stuff she's done was great leading up to Monday night. We said on the show last week, I know I said I was hoping that she would invade Raw. I didn't care if Ronda invaded SmackDown. Well, she did. I wanted to see Becky
3: invade Raw. She had her moment where she was kind of showboating in front of her, on top of everyone. And the blood kind of added a little bit of elements to it, even though it was the ultimate downfall. This what was the it? first
1: thing I've seen on Twitter that in a long time that made me be like, Oh, I need to, I need to make sure I watch this you as soon as I in. can. Um, yeah, the blood she- all over her face. The, the whole thing was great. The crowd behind her, it was awesome. And then we get the heartbreaking news the next day that she is out with a concussion and a broken nose. Patch, I had heartbreak t- t- on t- Saturday with two of my beloved process sixers being traded away <laughs> for a guy who's already 30, for a guy who has already shown that he is not good with young players. For a well, guy specific who's specific young
3: players, you don't know. I mean, <laughs> well, could, we'll could
1: transition a little differently. Oh, for for a guy who's injured every single year, I believe he's only played 70 games once in his career. So, Rocco and Dario, I am metaphorically pouring one out for the two of you guys. But yes, heartbroken as well over Becky Lynch. It'll yeah, just disappear. So what what do you guys think about this?
2: Well, I'm heartbroken because like like we've been saying for weeks since Evolution that we can't wait for the match to actually happen. And it, Becky's heel turn has been the most entertaining thing on television for the last, what?
3: We call it a heel turn. but two,
2: <laughs> two months? Well, ter- Becky's... Since SummerSlam? Yeah, yeah. Her, her, her personality turn. That's been the best thing on television, even leading up, even the, the stuff leading up to her, her personality change before SummerSlam was actually really good. Like, you saw the story coming and this this character is been... Hold, holding the show together and it's the best thing they've done maybe all year and Becky's been the hottest thing in the company by far and I was actually ho- ho- excited for this match we talked about last week about how how Becky's more relatable to Ronda because Ronda versus Becky kind of mirrors uh, Becky versus Charlotte because Charlotte's been given so much and so has Ronda been given so much and when Ronda was talking about all, her, all, all of Becky's odd jobs to get to where she had to where she's been and Rhonda just was in the olympics she was in the ufc so she didn't really scratch and claw her scratch and claw the way that becky did and it, it's way more relatable to us because even what we're doing here we all have jobs and we're all not where we might not want to be and we want things to be bigger but we're, we're able to gravitate towards becky lynch even more and am i the only one that first of all I, becky lynch is a legend. I'm gonna say it right now Like on Raw I was very upset The fact that The rest of the roster Showed up I just Me wanted too. Becky to, I just wanted Becky To run through them all Clear house And um And like Even <laughs> when Becky Even when Becky's music hit Like <clears throat> in my head I, I, I rewound it And in my head I kind of like Had the glass shattering Cause that's what That's what it kind of <laughs> that, Felt like Cause it was that It was that Awesome And then um The whole The whole um brawl It was kind of Lackluster because of the fact that Becky did get hurt, so it got a little bit sloppy. And then on so on Twitter, you'll see people, you see clips of like the women throwing fake punches because they don't know what to do because Becky's very sloppy, be, very sloppy. Well,
3: yeah, Jax yeah. didn't get that memo about the fake pump, sp- fake punches. So
2: yeah, so
1: <laughs>
2: so like it got kind of hokey. But Becky Lynch at the end, at the end, even with the broken nose and the bloody nose, which was badass, she still st- stood tall at the end. But like I said, I'm upset, but I have a little bit more thoughts about Charlotte. But I, but I'll start by saying this: I think that Charlotte will take Ronda to the limit, even though I'm upset that we may not get this Becky versus Ronda match.
0: Yeah. And in regards to, in regards to the whole Becky invasion thing, I mean, am I the only one that saw it as a little homage to to Roman? You know, she was coming down there, one versus all.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to look at it. I didn't look at it that way, but I can appreciate the uh, comparison. But then there's
0: a second part because at the end of Mania this year, Roman leaves a bloody mess. She's like, you know what? I'm going to go out here, blade it up, leave a bloody
1: mess. <laughs> I'm just saying she was, she was oozing it up. Well, she was. Oozing we were just missing the hoo That was maybe the only thing we didn't get. But, no, I thought it was great. The visual looked great. The – oh, my God. The Sixers are somehow losing. Oh, they're tied now. <laughs> All right. All um, right. Yeah, it was an unbelievable image. Like, on Twitter, it looked amazing. The buzz was incredible, and then all the wind gets taken out of it almost immediately. Pass, to agree
0: with something you said a couple minutes ago, you mentioned how this was one of the first times in a while you look at your Twitter feed and you see that going on and you're like, okay, I I have to actually tune in. Um, I haven't watched Raw or SmackDown the past two weeks Maybe three weeks. I I haven't watched SmackDown for three weeks. I might have watched Raw three weeks ago. So I've seen like clips, read the sheets. All right, nothing to tune in for. All right, nothing to tune in for. All right, nothing to tune in for. This is the first time and, you know, shout out to the lowdown Donovan (laughs) Lloyd. I'm like, yo, where's my nefarious means? Because I need to catch the, the thing in its entirety.
1: And did you watch the whole thing in its entirety?
0: Uh, I mean, I did my little bits of skip through a couple of matches, but I did watch all of Raw and SmackDown. Um, I do have, you know, normal little complaints here and there. But overall, I thought Raw wasn't bad. Uh, SmackDown had a lot of good stuff to it as well, which I'll tell you what, and, you know, obviously we'll get to it when we can get on SmackDown, but there's things that when I just saw the spoilers, I was like, oh, man, SmackDown's going to be terrible. But when I actually got to watch it, I was like, all right, I got to eat my words because – they made sense of it where I thought it was going to be just a lot of, you know, force. saw you going in on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Cause uh, he had, um, I was when I went Ch- on Twitter, I was a
0: lot of scotch deep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was on Instagram talking to a leak collector and Eric kind of chimed in a bit and I'm kind of glad that he went back on his words a little bit. Yeah. And, and it's again, it's just when um, I forget what
0: it is. I read, there's a, I don't know how I got to it. Elite Collector sent me um, this guy's page at the beginning of the week who's got the uh, NWO Razor Ramon Chase Pop variant. And he he know I've been looking for one for a while. So I reached, I just reached out to the guy yesterday. And he's like, here, I'll put it aside to you. I'll send it out Friday, da, da 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 Cool, appreciate it. So I just started following his page and like an hour goes by. Like SmackDown's just about to start and he predicts, What happens? I don't know if he knew a spoiler, but he predicts it. I was like, yeah, that would be really weird. And then an hour, two hours later, I'm at the bar and I see the spoiler. And I'm like, no, Aaron, Aaron sends, Aaron sends the selfie of himself in the (laughs) text, And I was like, oh man, I hope this isn't what I think it is. And I basically say what I think it is. And Aaron agrees that it's Daniel Bryan winning the WWE title. And I'm just like, man, what the hell made them want to do this?
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I think, have my theories. I think that uh, I, Eddie Potato himself. Posi-
0: I have my positive theories. My like Eddie Potatoes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll contradict myself a lot on it because I don't like how it's very similar to last year. Last year at the Go Home Show, the title changed. Just it the
2: wasn't it, was, it wasn't the, quite the, the Go Home Show. It was a few weeks prior, but
1: we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. I believe Eddie Potatoes himself, Edwin Aguina, older brother of Josh Prep Aguina, I believe he said on social media he would turn Brian heel and have him win the title. I may be wrong. He may not have said it exactly like that, but I believe he said that like an hour before that actually happened. So Eddie Aguina may have. People were predictive. Yeah, Eddie Aguina may have his. His hand on the pulse of, of SmackDown. The, the guy, the guy man, I saw predicted. The name definitely has yeah. <laughs> the pulse of things. I, I'm things.
0: It might be a Puerto Rican thing because the other guy I saw him posted, he was Puerto Rican. So that thing is, I'm, I'm shocked Prep didn't know this was happening.
1: You know, we'll have to ask him.
2: Well, he but actually, heard. Prep did text me at 8 o'clock when SmackDown started. Did he really? I didn't say that. Prep actually did contact me before SmackDown started.
1: But did he predict <sighs> that or he just contacted
2: you? Well, uh, well he texted me about it. Since we're we're
1: here, we might as well run with this topic.
2: Well, we still got to go through the rest. of um, Because I don't think Ron gave his thoughts about Becky. And I I don't think you did. Or Joey didn't either.
1: Hmm. Well, as unfortunate as we don't get the match, I did think Becky was excellent in her time on the microphone on Tuesday night. I loved the segment of her talking about not being in the match. I loved her... Going through everyone to pick her replacement, the shot of her hugging Charlotte, saying like "Go do to her what I was going to do to her." I thought was like it was like really good theater was good. for lack of a better word. Uh, but honestly, I I'm so bored with Charlotte at this point. Like I'm not I'm not even interested. I went from this is the match I care about to now it doesn't even matter to me. The positive I see in this
0: is. If they're if they were gonna say Charlotte versus Ronda for Mania, if there's a chance of us now getting Ronda and Becky for Mania, I think this could be this is a blessing in disguise.
1: It would definitely be great if they got the Mania match. It'd be tough though, but it, it seems it seems like there's
0: so mu- there there's so much hype around this. There's no way we're not gonna get it. I think we either get it at the Rumble or we get it at Mania.
1: Yeah. I think even if we do get it at Mania and that's going to be like a high point of that event, I do still think it's like, well, it sucks because it doesn't help us for this pay-per-view. It's just a match that I don't really care about. Halo, you wanted to say something?
2: Yeah, I don't think we're going to get this match ever.
1: We'll get
3: (laughs) it. It's just a matter of when. No, no,
2: I I don't like – if it happens, it's not happening at WrestleMania
3: because – I agree. I don't think it will happen at WrestleMania just because how they're going to paint that picture.
2: Yeah, because I think think you'll get a rematch – between Ronda and Charlotte at WrestleMania because they had to do a, a quick audible here, and I talked about last week about the whole thing of Charlotte kind of like losing her confidence after facing Becky and losing the last couple of times, and one thing I was upset about was that they actually, she actually showed up on Raw with SmackDown at, at Team SmackDown after she wouldn't commit, but I think I think Charlotte will end up taking Ronda to the limit, but just come but coming up just short, and then she'll start continuing to doubt herself. And one way to get Becky Lynch kind of her heat back to an extent is running down Charlotte when she does lose and, and kind of burying her, putting her confidence level down even more. And then Charlotte's redemption story ends up with her winning the rumble and turning heel and, and trying to redeem, redeem herself against Ronda. That's what I think is going to happen because that, that's just a money match, especially if they want to put this in a main event spot. For WrestleMania. That's what I think is gonna happen. But I don't think I, I think it's if we get Ronda versus Becky, it's gonna it's gonna be at one of these pay per views before WrestleMania, but it's definitely not being WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, I think they've been sold on Charlotte and Ronda as a mania match. Joey, how do you feel about Charlotte and Ronda As compared to Becky and Ronda, which we were supposed to get.
3: I mean, I'd like to see the match just from a standpoint of um I want to see Ronda get pushed push to the limits a little more. and That would happen with Becky or Charlotte because obviously they're too polished in ring performers. Um, I want to see if she can hold her own in a match of this height and see how she kind of performs. I mean, I was looking forward to the Becky aspect. So you said it's a hot story going in. Um, I like the way the angle played out with Becky and invading, kind of putting them in the R bar. I knew she wasn't going to pull the Braun Strowman and bury the whole division. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll talk more about that. Jeez. But uh, I thought it was cool. I mean, it's fun, and then you have this cool moment with with Becky, and it's kind of kind of taken off it off the rails real quick.
1: Yeah, I just I'm not interested in this match at all, and this
3: took away most of the interest I had in this entire pay per view. Well, the thing about the whole pay per view in general is it didn't get its due diligence and then get enough it feels really quick turnaround because you had to have the crown jewel because yeah they, they, they didn't have enough time to build their shows yeah, for the previous two months they rolled right into this and they say, expect you to be bought in on the Survivor Series when it was like two weeks out
1: yeah um, well is everybody ready to give predictions on Charlotte and Ronda
3: sure yeah. alright heck who you got Ronda uh, Halo. Rhonda Ronda Joseph, Given the nature of the beast, I'd say uh, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I'm going to say Ronda, too. This is not how they want Ronda to go down, so
1: I don't think she is. Um, So, moving on to something we've talked about a little bit already. Obviously, Daniel Bryan wins the WWE Championship, which he has been, I would say, trying to get back uh, for four years or five years, whatever it was, but it kind of hasn't necessarily been the case. But we got a heel turn from Daniel Bryan. Um, Joseph, I'll go to you first. What are your thoughts on what transpired on Tuesday night?
3: Well, here's my thoughts. Um, you think being a Daniel Bryan advocate, I would, I would be happy about the turn of events. But for this reason alone, I'm not. And I think, I think they kind of did it. Um, from the moment they announced that they was going to be the uh, A.J. Brock match. I was like, they can't have A.J. Styles lose again to Brock Lesnar. It does no favors for A.J. Um, to lose to a quote-unquote part-timer. So they, what are they going to do? They're going to have A.J. beat Brock after they just gave him the title because they gave it to him because Roman Reigns is out. Um, so the way I see it is they put this title on A.J. to defend Brock, so Brock's going to win against a, uh, Brian. so A.J. doesn't have to take another loss. That's the way I see it. If that's the reason I don't like that. <laughs> uh, Ayla, what are your
1: thoughts?
2: You mind if I go last? Because I think I think I might have a few different points than everybody else.
1: Uh, well, I have. I'll, I'll go last because I think what I'm going to say is ve-
3: completely different from everybody else. Complete. So well, Eric, I'll, I'll, go ne- I'll go. I'll <laughs> go next. So so if you want to go last. Well, that kind of eliminates everyone else. You have to go next. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: I'm all over the place with it because at first I kind of, I, I hated it just because it felt forced. Um, and then I kind of questioned the heel turn just because I look at it like normally when, you know, when AJ Styles was a heel, at least he had muscle behind him because he had the club. But then I'm just like, you know, they got this small guy in this spot. Like, what are they going to do with it? And then after I watched the match and a little bit of time goes by, I'm like, you know, the, the cool thing, which isn't going to be what happens, the cool thing would be if Paul Heyman aligns himself with, with Ambrose or I'm I'm sorry, with Brian. The only thing is like, we've been praying for him to align himself with someone aside from Brock for so long, you know, that's not going to happen. Um, so the match, you know, I think before he even got hurt, when Brock was there in like 2013 and Brian was winning the title, losing the title, getting his first injury, everyone wanted to see that, you know, David versus Goliath match, Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. And we never got it. So in a weird way, like, I'm looking forward to the match. The thing that makes me cringe, if Daniel Bryan just had this heel turn, you know, five days before the show, he's now supposed to be going into this match as the bad guy, and is doing everything they can to get Brock cheered. And as much as I hate to say it, I mean, Brock was entertaining Monday out there, you know, destroying Mahal and the Singh brothers.
3: Yeah, but it's hard to... Get Brock back to being a face in the situation after he was a heel for the last couple of months, saying he doesn't really care about the WWE universe, he doesn't care about the titles. He's going to go to the yeah, UFC, but he still he still gets cheered
0: when he comes out. We we the four of us, the five of us collectively, the people we hang out with, we socialize with, they may all hate the idea of him, but he still gets cheered every time he comes out.
2: Well, to be clear. Gender was the best part of that segment. <laughs> I'm, be, them, the Singh brothers getting beat up, I'll always be happy well, to see that.
3: Well, the one Singh brother damn near broke his neck.
2: <laughs> exactly. That's the entertainment part about it. Because they're excellent at selling. So, I'm not, I don't think I'm really going to disagree with anybody, but I feel completely different. I think the fact of, like, Survivor Series is one night. What about the rest of what? What about everything that happens post Survivor Series? And you really think? And as we as we talked about, we've seen AJ versus Brock last year. We saw it like we saw it last year, but Daniel Bryan turning heel out of nowhere—that was like completely real, com- compelling to me. And the storytelling that they happen to tell in that latter portion of that match with Bryan actually cheating because early in the night you would think AJ would be the one to actually. Cheat to win, but they actually they actually swerved everyone and had Brian do it. And the and the look on Brian's face when he did do it, I thought it was excellent. They did a great job telling that story. And people like like I don't think like people have to understand like it's not about forget the one night. Fine, you could be upset about the title change for one night, but the sheet there's a sheet that came out yesterday uh, Tuesday morning that the entire card may end up changing. A, a lot will yeah.
3: change.
2: Because of, because of the injury.
3: Well, this whole but, thing felt like paint by numbers. That's kind of the mm-hmm. thing I didn't like about it too. Because Brian comes out because AJ's talking, saying his name. He wasn't talking <laughs> crap on him. He just said his name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you say my that, name again? That, I'm gonna that, punch you. So that's yeah, that felt uh, forced. That's like yeah. a heel turn that feels forced. And then yeah, like f- then out of nowhere they take Daniel Bryan off Team SmackDown as if he's not going to win the title. Why would they just randomly take him out of his match unless he's going to win the title? It's yeah, exact numbers. It paints the whole picture before you even see it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like I said, I'm not disagreeing with anybody on the on those points because those are all facts. But I'm looking at it for the longevity of the show and not just for Survivor Series because the show sucked. We talked about this for months. Eric doesn't even watch SmackDown. Who come on the show and say he doesn't watch? Because <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. The, only, the per, only thing to watch is watch for is Becky Lynch and AJ Styles. I'm right now. Even though WWE is you're so you're – so, writing is so indicative to your character, AJ Styles has been horrible. Yeah, I was about
0: to say, I don't like, like – like, I like him, but the way they've been doing him all year, it was like for a good portion, Carmella was what to watch for. Now it's Becky Lynch is what to watch for. It's like yeah. the WWE Championship is not what you turn, tune into that show to watch for. Yeah,
2: AJ Styles has been terrible. And the, and the most, the best things he's done wasn't him doing it. He was just, he was just a part of the th- part of what was happening. The best thing with him all year that included him was the Joe stuff. But that was all Joe. AJ was just there.
1: Oh, it's terrible. Being, being, being Robert the, De Niro.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> the,
2: with, with the dad jeans and the Chelsea. <laughs> I was about to say I don't know. Robert <laughs> De Niro's a great. <laughs> but. But, but like I said, like this is important for the show in the long haul. We can forget about Survivor Series is one night. Let's let, let's look forward to the rest, of the rest of the show going forward. And that's what I'm excited about because we talked about the show. The Yes Movement, when Brian, when Brian first came back, Pat made a statement saying the Yes Movement is dead. And we all agreed. And Daniel Bryan hasn't been healed in, what, six years? And this might be a, a, a completely different Daniel Bryan. And with him turning heel. That's going to make waves because of, the, because of what he represented with the Yes Movement. That became a, like a worldwide phenomenon in, a, in, a, in big and in pop culture. But now with Daniel Bryan turning heel, this is actually like something to actually want to watch SmackDown. And that's what I'm actually looking forward to, actually actually having something to look forward to.
3: It can look forward to it, but like with a rash of people that have turned heel recently, where do you have quality faces to kind of keep the story compelling?
2: Yeah, but see, AJ's the face. and, and, I'm, and I'm AJ's actually, the only
3: face. I'm just talking about across the board. You, I mean, you turn, you turn Dean Ambrose, you turn Bobby Lashley, you turn Daniel Bryan, you turn... There's another one I'm forgetting about. You're kind of losing faces here.
2: Okay, but see, but see this is where I'm going, Joey. Who's the most... Who have been the most intriguing characters on the show? Those, those superstars you just named. Dean Ambrose has been horrible until he turned heel. Um... Becky Lynch was horrible until she turned heel, and those have been the most compelling people on the shows. We watched for them, and it, it's not hard to turn somebody's face. But the people that Ron says, "Hey, hey, they, they like Becky Lynch. Just go out there, they'll cheer you." You're Wait, I got to
0: interrupt just because I may be behind or something from not watching. Is AJ injured?
2: No, uh, he's fine.
0: No, no. no but, you but, said something about injuries. I didn't know if he if he was. I, I didn't say. I injured. wouldn't be surprised. You said something about injuries
3: changing the card. Well, brain injury kind
2: of... No, the the Becky injury, there was a sheet that came out with the Becky injury that the whole card may change. Some of the matches will look different. But like I I was saying to Joey, it's not hard to turn people's face, but the most interesting character... The most interesting characters have been the ones that have recently turned heel that haven't been healed a long time. I would time. argue
3: that Becky was interesting, whether you turned her heel or not. The fans just got behind her because they kind of made her irrelevant for so long that they wanted to see her succeed, regardless of face or heel. She became her own entity in that sense.
2: Yeah, she did. But remember, that was supposed to be a heel turn. It's just the fact that nobody was actually booing her. So yeah. we,
3: we, we, they, we, we, they just wanted to yeah. see her.
2: Yeah, we'll call it a personality change, but it was supposed to be a hill turn, but nobody was doing it. And and even Dean, even Dean Ambrose, I'm like, this guy's amazing. This is actually like 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 this is like, – he's been
3: horrible for I'm years. I'm not going to argue. Uh, Dean Ambrose is definitely better where he's at as a heel right now. Um, yeah, I'm just so, saying you have all these people going. Where are we going to go for the storylines yeah, at this
2: point? Yeah. but
3: see, You but said that's, the like, longevity of it. You're not going to have AJ fight all these guys. You're not going to have Seth Rollins just fight all these guys. I mean I like the idea that they're kind of – it looks like they're kind of bringing in um, Finn Balor back into the mix. But time will tell on that one.
2: Yeah, and that's the and that's the part, turn him heel. Like, when you turn him heel, it turn Even if you have the same matches, the sides flip, so the story's a little bit different. So it's, like, really... It, it brings up new television for us. And that's what I'm excited about. Because the show's been terrible.
1: Both shows. So I'm glad that I, I saved this for last. I was hoping I wouldn't regret it. So basically, I guess we could call this a Ronnie versus the world right now. <laughs> <clears throat> so, like, obviously... It got a lot of buzz on social media. Daniel Bryan turns heel, wins the WWE championship. And there are a lot of people that were really excited about it. There are a lot of people that were upset about it. And then there are a lot of people who are either excited or upset about the long term. And the issue that I have is, like, I don't feel either way because I know within two or three weeks this is going to mean nothing anyway. Like Exactly. It, it's so... Everybody gets all excited for the... Okay, cool. It was a cool surprise on a Tuesday night. But four Tuesday nights from now, it's not going to matter. So I'm not excited. I'm not upset. It's just, oh, this is just another thing that happened one night. And I don't really care. Um, I, and another thing that, that I've been thinking about is like... You just said SmackDown stinks. For the most part, Raw stinks too. If I'm watching The Walking Dead and... The only storyline is the human beings against the walkers. I would stop watching that show because it's not interesting anymore. And when The Walking Dead started to suck, I stopped watching it. Or if I'm watching Insecure and the episode You watch that, Ash? I do, yeah. Of course I do. Come on. <laughs> uh, I keep forgetting. Of course I do. <laughs> if I'm culture. watching yeah, culture. If I'm watching Insecure and all Issa is doing is going to work and going home, I'm gonna stop watching it. Uh, If I'm watching... You know, perfect example I was a huge fan of the show Heroes During the first season And then during the second season It was like hit or miss And then they really started to hit their stride Midway through season 2 And then, spoiler alert For anyone who hasn't watched it yet You've had plenty of time Um, One of the main characters of the show This guy from Japan Hiro Nakamura His last name Nakamura of all names for me to use on this podcast. He didn't do Joshua
3: though. (laughs) No, he didn't. Uh,
1: But he could travel through time. Or he could bend space and time. His mother died when he was a child. And you come to find out this huge story about how his mother was the person carrying the genome that gave them their abilities. And he went back in time and saw his mother for the first time since he was like a five-year-old. And she gave him the genome and made him the carrier. And then as soon as like this huge emotional storyline happens, somebody comes in and takes it away from him, And they, they just undermine the whole story. And I stopped watching the show. The point I'm getting at here is they have put us in a position where we always know there's not really much of a reason to watch it other than we watch it. For me, the only reason I'm still watching it is because I do this show with you guys every week. And I don't look forward to anything because I know even if something is really good, it's only a matter of time before it sucks. And that's what happens when you're watching a product that the company who makes it doesn't care about. Um, They've also put us in a position where I don't know how much interesting stuff we could even say anymore. Like what, what else is there really? Like I'm telling you that this show sucks. You guys all have basically said the same thing. Like I almost don't know what's interesting about watching this show anymore. And if it was any other show, I would have stopped watching it a long time ago. Do any of you three have any faith in this Daniel Bryan thing being good for? More, will this still be good in December? Well,
2: December's funny. not. Well, well, it's funny. <clears throat> is, that, is that a trick question? Because December is like in a week and a half.
1: Well, it wasn't <laughs> no, a month yeah, from now. <laughs>
0: Unless Paul Heyman ends up with him, I don't anticipate it to be good. Oh and well, I, I think we'll know we'll know that within s- less than seven days. So before December, yes. If it, uh, unless that happens, I don't think it'll be good.
2: Well, the best, well, the good thing about someone turning heel right, turning heel is, and which gives them gives them the edge for at least a month, is the reasoning, and it's. Especially recently, when when people when when wrestlers have turned heel, they have legit points for turning the heel, and this could this could kind of mirror the Becky Lynch turn or personality changes we deemed it today. This could easily mirror that because Daniel Bryan was a beloved figure, and he could actually talk about why he did what he did because he's arguably had the same thing. Same things handed to, same things done to him as Becky Lynch, especially with the injury. You can, that's, that's a lot more, that's really relatable because he was injured, he was out, didn't get the opportunity and stuff. So this could be interesting for a little for a little while, but I wouldn't be shocked if this, if this actually kind kind of Daniel Bryan kind of mirrors Becky Lynch's attitude, and it's actually fresh every
1: single week. Well, I will be happy to admit that I was wrong. If this is still good a month from now. And I do want to backtrack on one thing I said. I said they've put us in a position where we can't say anything like interesting or different anymore because it's just the same complaints every week. I will say that I can almost guarantee I'm the only one who compared Raw and SmackDown to if Insecure was just about Issa going to work and coming home. I don't know that (laughs) anyone else has made that
3: comparison. No, they have not. (laughs) So pretty safe <laughs> assumption yeah. on that one. I mean Cash, before before we move on, uh-huh. I just have to say this. Lawrence
1: <laughs> Are you are you a Lawrence guy? Yes. Okay.
2: Uh oh, um, man oh man. Me, me, I've had some heated conversations with women about
1: Lawrence what I he am, did after season one. I <laughs> I've am had sure. some heated conversations. Lawrence is a is just as polarizing as John Cena on <laughs> HBO. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the John Cena of HBO. <laughs>
2: And Lawrence and Lawrence wasn't wrong.
1: That's it, right now. <laughs> well, predictions on. Oh, this is the other point I wanted to make. I have no desire to see Brian in the ring with Brock because I don't trust that Brock isn't going to end his career.
0: Yeah. I, I... Oh man, it's so wrong to say.
3: But. I, I would if it was the other way around. I get it, Daniel Bryan still turns fresh, and I'm, I'm I'm a fan of it. But to put him against Brock Lesnar now, um, kind of takes away from the match. If you have that David yeah. versus Goliath math match. Where where everyone's behind Brian, it plays out differently for me. But
0: this- I'm really not trying to be ignorant. But what is, that and would Nick- be a,
3: such a shame if
0: three three singles titles in a row he has to forfeit from an injury.
1: Yeah, and I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. Eck, who wins this match, Brock or Brian? Uh, the Paul Heyman guy.
3: Okay, Alo?
2: Oh, Brock.
3: Joseph? Well, I told you my theory in the beginning, so I would say Brock.
1: Okay, so I I do want to also correct one thing that I said. I'm not disinterested in Daniel Bryan and Brock. I'm disinterested in seeing Bryan Danielson in the ring with Brock Lesnar because I don't – I feel like there's a good chance that could go bad for Bryan Danielson the person. So that's why. But I do believe Brock is going to win. Um, I don't know that I have a whole lot to say about much of anything else pass before we get
0: off this match now this is, this is definitely me showing my fandom and we all know WWE doesn't give us all the answers all the time you know spe- with all the stuff we've seen over the years do we ever see a clear reasoning on why or at least what you guys think do we ever see a reason on why Paul Heyman came out there
2: no no, <laughs> it was just raw, trying to build to, a, to the match because mm. nobody from Raw showed up i don't think He'll probably
3: spin probably in the fact that he got what he wanted. He wanted to get AJ out of the ring and Brian in the ring. Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't think we'll ever get an explanation or a reasoning. I'd. I'd be shocked if they. I think we will. If they cared enough about details yeah. to tell us that,
0: I, I think we will. I, I guess like, and again, this is me like overthinking things. Like you know, you, you overthink stuff they say or in commentary. It doesn't make sense. But I just look at it like he he says on Monday the only person that Brock Lesnar wants to take to Suplex City is AJ Styles, the only person, the only person 24 hours later. Now, he really would like to do it with Daniel Bryan, but that's not possible.
3: (laughs) Yeah. He comes out there just to say this is the guy Brock wants. Man, you get pretty deep when you have some Jack in you. (laughs) Uh, I mean,
0: no, this is like I didn't even have orange juice and coffee in me yet, and I was sitting here (laughs) with my nefarious means watching this, and I was like... Huh. I was like, you know what? I was like, I hope this plays into the story, but I doubt it.
1: Yeah, I I would like it if they cared about details, but they don't. Um, I will I will be overexcited
0: and say that if for some reason now does this close out the show or does the five on five tag close out the show?
2: The, the tag.
1: So the the elimination match you think is the main event?
2: Yeah, it it always is. Is it? Except, except for the, the Brock Bill thing. Ugh.
1: Well, and what about Brock and Orton?
2: That wasn't Series.
0: That, that was SummerSlam.
1: Summer
0: oh, that was SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Um, all right, so AOP in the bar. This now is my early prediction for match of the night. I know we mentioned it previous weeks that it could be, but now that we don't have Becky and Charlotte, this is what I'm going with for match of the night um does anybody agree with me on that
2: No, i'm still going with uh charlotte and ronda because i think because since they changed the match they got to pull a lot out of it
0: i'm gonna agree with my best friend because i uh ron i know you said that you're disinterested in charlotte mm-hmm. but uh, i still think oscar and charlotte was if it wasn't the number one match of Mania, it was up there with the top two um I think they would have a great match at Mania. Uh, I don't see why they won't have a great match this Sunday.
1: I think, so this is my, I guess, my feeling. Like, they could have a really good match. It's just not going to resonate to me because it's not what I wanted. And maybe I'm being a baby about it, but, like, I just don't care about Charlotte being in this match.
0: I get it. (laughs) I I, I see your reasoning, but while you don't care about that, do you really care about Rawls' Rawls, whatever's representing Rawls' tag division versus the bar.
1: So that's a good point. I probably am contradicting myself a little bit, but I just think that these four guys, I really think they can actually do something special out there, the four of them. Um, Whether that happens, you know, I can't guarantee that. But, like, I just feel like there is really the potential for a very special high-level tag team match. But your
3: point is well taken, and it's not like we got some great story that led up to this, too. I'm kind of thinking maybe the Charlotte match, but if not, I, I'm and I, I've hoped before, but I'm thinking Seth Rollins might be able to swing something out of Shinsuke, and maybe that'll be a great match as well. well I, I love, like, that, I love I that, that you're saying that, because
0: uh, I'm, I'm optimistic for it, but I know I'm only going <laughs> to jinx myself because... I've said that about Shinsuke how many times? Yeah, he's kind of let us down.
1: I feel like only Ron Killings can pull a five star out of Nakamura anymore. But that, but that hey, that's just me. Um, I don't know. Anybody else have any thoughts on this tag match?
2: I'm looking forward to it. I, I hope it's good. Because of, the phys- because of the physicality and, and the size of the tag team, I'm looking forward to it. Well, Seamus, before and before as well, Aaron says
3: been it, really good wrestler. So yeah, they'll be good. I just want to see what the Authors of Pain can bring to the table in a match like this as well. I mean, it's kind of, kind of reiterating what I said about Ronda. I want to see what she can do in this kind of main event. Same thing with Authors of Pain. They haven't been on the stage very this kind of stage too long, so I want to see what they got. Yeah, it's a good way to good Show way it to me. look at it. I, I
0: look forward to the interaction between Drake Maverick and the Big Show.
2: <laughs> I'm glad. I was about to say that. That's why I
0: said I'm trying to get say that before you do. Know.
1: Hmm. Trying to beat uh, Aaron Ambrose to the punch? <laughs> <laughs> don't play. <laughs> um, so who wins this match? I mean, I think this is probably an easy one to call, but... I don't think it is. Um...
0: Due to due to the bar having a larger-sized muscle outside of the ring, um, I, I think the bar should take it.
3: Yeah, I'm going with the bar. I'll switch it up and go with AOP.
0: I think this will be split because I think Ron's going to say AOP as well.
1: I'm going to say AOP because I just feel like they probably want to position these guys to be dominant, and I feel like the bar, this doesn't really – it's not really going to help them too much if they win, and it's really not going to hurt them at all. Loss doesn't affect them at all, and I think it's it helps AOP more than it helps the bar. So I'm going to say AOP. Uh, next match up, I have Seth and someone from SmackDown, uh, the Intercontinental <laughs> Champion, the United States Champion. I Chicken do believe. Uh, I do believe that Seth will put on one hell of a performance. I do assume that Dean will manage the cost in the match. And I think that that will lead to... some good intuition. Yeah, I think that will lead to a pretty epic and high-profile Intercontinental Championship feud, which I think would be great for a change. That, like, that belt is, like, a feud that you really care about about two guys that are very high-level. So... Joseph, what it, I know you said you think Seth is going to pull something
3: out. Is this where you're leaning for match of the night? It's where I'm leaning. I mean, I still think it's, like they said, Charlotte, but uh, just to be a close, maybe 2 or 1A, I would go probably Seth. Because I think Seth's probably the most dynamic wrestler in the ring right now. And I think Shinsuke has definitely got to turn the, eventually turn that corner. Just been waiting for it for a while. I think Seth pulls it out of um, Seth ultimately again I think it's kind of you said we'll get cost the match uh putting that few which I'm fine with cuz it's it's already entertaining with yeah. this the promo we got this last week. And you think there's a chance that Seth could live up to the R
1: Truth level of pulling a good match out of Nakamura.
3: <laughs> yeah, the R Truth level. <laughs> he, he, he's getting there. <laughs> he's I mean, get, he,
1: you, He's getting there. He's he's rapidly approaching R truth territory. You are wearing an R Truth <laughs> shirt tonight. I am wearing my Golden Truth tee. <laughs> Um, Alo, what do you think about this match?
2: Like you said, I think Dean's on, Dean will interfere and in cause rounds a match. I did like Dean. I was Dean finally speaking. I kind of wish he held off a little bit, kind of reminiscent of, uh, how you guys weren't watching, but J- Joey can kind of attest to this. You guys have probably seen it in retrospect. Remember when Jericho came back and he didn't talk like, like what, two or three weeks, how good that was. Yeah. He just kind of let the crowd just anticipate him actually. Yeah. Kind of simmering
3: in. He kind of made the, like, uh, Motions like you say, something never did. Yeah,
2: so I'm yeah, so I, he I
0: had it, a heel turn without ever
3: speaking.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so like I, I thought, I thought Dean was was excellent on, on Raw Monday night. He actually spoke valid points, but I think he does call up this match. So I'm going with Shinsuke Nakamura.
3: The question is, what did he pour on that vest? Because it definitely wasn't gasoline. <laughs>
0: yeah. H two O. I'm
1: um, so.
3: You don't think, think it was H three O? I think, the, I think it was the H3, the Mr.
1: McGee yeah, H3O. H3O. Which nobody else has any idea what the hell we're talking about. But I think <laughs> that, that extra O is what makes it flammable. It definitely does. <clears throat> um, and Alo, I'm glad you brought up the, the segment because I don't think we really touched on it. I thought it was staged really well, I thought he delivered it really well, and I thought it even kind of played out really well with Seth and uh, Graves in the ring. So I did yeah. think it was a good segment, and like I'm glad that they gradually have like built it up every week.
2: Yeah, and I thought Seth did a good job selling it. Like he was like legit hurt by
1: it. Yeah, I
2: thought his facials were really good.
1: They were. <laughs> I know yeah. you are the the biggest Ambrose guy. Well, maybe Alo is now. He's but. he's definitely. Yeah, look at, <laughs> look at him. He's wearing. He's sporting the same uh, wet beater.
2: <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been working out like Ambrose too. <laughs>
0: My goodness. Uh, so from top to bottom, I, I'm going to side with CK and I'm, I'm praying this is the match of the night. Um, if I had a dollar every time I reference Zayn and Nakamura, I could buy my best friend another pack of wife beaters. <laughs> but I, I'm hoping it's a good match. Obviously, I think it's beyond predictable. I think Ambrose is going to come and cost in the match. I hope we get a good match despite that. Um, the segment on Raw I thought was very good. I like Ambrose, the points he made. I thought the lack of real gasoline was annoying. I did like how it was staged. <laughs> I w- I, it would have been better if it was like he's owned Seth's rental car or Seth's personal car, but there was no reference to where he was at. So, you know, little nitpicks. It was all good. I, I'm, I'm loving and very excited about this feud. I think this should, this should be like TLC pay-per-view. This should main
1: event the show. Hmm. I could get behind that. Uh, so, are we all in agreement that Nakamura wins? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what would be really good, though? Here, here's the, the swerve pad. Yeah, because he costs. He costs right, him match. right when Ambrose is about to cost him the match, Our Truth
3: <laughs> costs Nakamura the match. His bitter rival, R Truth. <laughs> Yeah, then he has a dance segment afterwards. Hey, I
1: would I would love it. That alone would be worth tuning in for.
3: Um, that alone will make you give it
0: six uh, jammers and a five star.
1: It would. It definitely would. Uh, all right. So the next thing I have is the two elimination matches. So we'll go with the, the women's one first. Team Raw: Mickey James, Nia Jax, Tamina, Natty, and Ruby Riot. Correct. Yes. Against Carmella, Naomi, Sonya Deville, Asuka, and have they ever come up with the fifth person yet, or no? No. So who is going to be the surprise? Is it going to be The Undertaker because he's been a surprise entrant in an elimination match before in his debut? I have no clue. I'm feeling at this point it might be like Trish Stratus. <laughs> well, it
0: could be the other iconic. It could be, or no, is either is one of the iconic. Neither center? one of them are no. in there,
1: no. Neither. Oh. Is it but the Mandy fact, just because?
2: Well, that would make sense because of her gripe with it the week prior, but the fact that I keep it a surprise, it may actually be a surprise.
1: Like a bigger name?
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But is there any way to even really determine who wins this one? Is there anything really to talk about? Um, I, did, I did
2: enjoy Alexa uh, making Sasha and Bailey fight. <laughs> and then having them run in and get DQ'd and then naming Ruby Riot the fifth <laughs> member. I did enjoy that. Now, that was now good.
0: just go going off of something commentary said, did SmackDown women's team win the past two years? No. No.
2: Raw won both.
0: Raw won. Oh, okay, Raw won both years, women and men's.
2: Yeah, yes. Raw's won the entire Survivor Series the last two years. Well, um,
0: wow. I, yeah, I kind of... I was going to naturally pick Raw because I thought I heard
3: that step, But, um, yeah, I'm still going to go with Raw either way.
1: <laughs> and uh, I'm still going to go with Raw
3: anyway. I mean, my I thoughts, was, <laughs> thoughts on this is that they uh, got to stop flip-flopping Nia Jax's personality and kind of land on one. She's the new big show.
0: <laughs> Listen, yeah, the way I look at it, if somebody tries to eliminate Nia, she's going to break their
1: face. So it don't even matter. By the way, can we just talk about real quick? I probably should have brought this up earlier. I'm surprised it didn't come up. How Becky Lynch eviscerated Rhonda on Twitter? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> call her Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, that Becky Lynch has been incredible in the ring, on the microphone, and on social media. She's doing it all at this point. Uh, and I do love Rhonda calling her a millennial, and <laughs> Becky's a month a month older. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the millennial man. <laughs> yeah, Becky Lynch is not a do nothing Bella for sure. Um, so who wins? At team SmackDown or Team Raw with team, the women. Team Raw. Halo. Um, how many
2: do we have for for Raw so far? I know we said we we, we picked Brock. We picked. Oh, I, I know. I picked.
0: It, it was a split. It Brock, was a split on the tag. You you and I, Aaron, both split. Uh, picked SmackDown for the tag championship match. We skipped over the 20-on-20 20 20, uh, tag division match.
2: Okay, so that's, that's forgetful. But I think since SmackDown's making this last person a secret, I'll pick, I'll pick SmackDown because if Charlotte was in the match, I would have picked Raw because it would continue that story. But since she's not anymore, I'll go with SmackDown.
3: Joseph? James um, down elsewhere.
1: <laughs> I would pop for that too.
0: SmackDown.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to go SmackDown also. Uh, men's elimination match. Wow, well, okay, so that's three for SmackDown. hmm Boom. <laughs> men's elimination match. We have Dolph, Drew Galloway, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, and Bob. And then against Team SmackDown, The Miz, Shay McMahon, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, and Jeff Hardy. Uh, We're all... Yeah, Smack I don't know. Down. What, what yes. thought do you guys That's have lopsided? Do you guys have any thoughts on this one that need to be talked about? Don't uh, care. Since <laughs> since since Braun
0: Strowman is in this match, I'm just gonna say I, I think I'm I'm so over him. Because because of the poor booking with how they do him and Brock, and for the second time in less than a year, he comes out and destroys a whole tag
3: team division. Yeah, just, just the Miles' division. It does says nothing for the division.
0: Oh, I mean, it, it, it's a joke. I, I don't know. I don't know what's like more of a joke: the fact that Bobby Roode and Chad Gable are the team captain, or the fact that like there is no Raw tag team division. Oh, L- like not- they got they got a tag team champions AOP who have like a history in NXT, and yes, they're a solid tag team, but like. The division is a
2: joke. Well, I'm glad you said that because you reminded me of something I wanted to say. So I thought it was funny that the Usos literally had to go down under to find the rest of the tag team (laughs) because nobody's seen them in so long. (laughs) They had to literally go
1: underground. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was like Bane and the Dark Knight Rises. They were like in the sewers. I remember like right up until the
0: previous brand split, like – and also, the like when the original brand split happened, you know the tag division on SmackDown was firing on all cylinders. Like they were trying to make teams, and then they shook the roster up and they kind of took some of the teams away. But not that either division's good right now. But clearly, SmackDown has
1: a better one. Like neither of them are booked for shit. Yeah. So who first who wins the five on five elimination match? I'm going SmackDown live.
2: Um, I'm, I'm going with I'm going with Raw because of the fact that Braun had all these demands and Stephanie wasn't going to oblige by, to his demands. So I'll go with Raw.
3: Joseph, I it, there's no uh, choice here. You have to go Raw for a couple of reasons. Main one is Braun. Second one is you know you are not going to let Shane win that tournament and then take SmackDown. And I, I just don't think that's going to happen.
2: Yeah i'm glad you said that too joey because before they shook it up because that whole brian and miss thing that kind of got shaken up a bit and they didn't play at all to shane being quote-unquote really the best in the world on smackdown because i would have picked if, it, if, if the show was last week i would have picked smackdown and this whole best in the world thing could have went to shane's head a yeah bit. that's what i was thinking last week but the since they took brian out, i don't going to continue that 10 Who, who's the
0: SmackDown team again? Isn't there someone left out mystery or no? No, no they absolutely. added
2: Jeff Hardy.
3: They added Jeff Hardy, yeah.
0: Okay, and Ray, yeah, Ray kept a spot.
3: I mean, you think Braun Strowman is probably the big guy they have right now, and I, I think they're kind of leaning towards uh, Galloway right now as well as kind of a next big storyline for him.
0: Yeah, I'm well, going to go with You Raul. always, always got to think of the two of them screwing each other. I mean, you could think that, but... <clears throat> Plus, it's a team of four heels with one baby face being Balor.
1: Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say Team SmackDown just because I want to see Samoa Joe come out on the right end of something for the first time in a while. He's due.
2: Pash, I need you to do one thing for me. Uh Uh-huh. Jeff Hardy beat Andrade Cianomalous in what year?
1: 2008. (laughs) Come on thank you well like, to justify
0: it the only the way i saw that is all right they need someone to get eliminated early and quick and it's probably going to be him
1: oh well that, yeah i guess i could see that but there's better, no reason better to have be, andrade better be a lose season
0: film. that then it, it, i guess it's better that way than andrade ended up over there and he'd be the first one getting pinned
1: yeah and who do you guys have in the tag i mean I'm just gonna I don't know, I'm just gonna say SmackDown. I, I'm going I'm going
0: Smackdown live because one person can beat up, I don't know, ten teams. So why can't why can't five legit teams beat five teams? Five put
2: together Uh-oh. teams. I'll say SmackDown because I don't care. Yeah,
0: plus <laughs> it's four SmackDown that's or great. That's four the, that's, raw that's teams and a two oh five live
3: team. I'll go Smackdown as well. Um and then
1: Last match I have on the card Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy. I don't know what's been going on on 205 Live other than Buddy Murphy's is the champ. I don't particularly care what's been going on either. Uh, I just assume Buddy is going to retain because it seems like they've invested a lot in him. Get so Who wins that one? Y'all yeah, go, Buddy Murphy. Joseph? Oh, Buddy Murphy. Okay. For sure. Um, we ready for Pash's Indie Inquiry? Yes. All right. Alo, you want to introduce it? Yes. We need a theme for this segment, <laughs> by the I don't know if we talked about that last week we or didn't. not. Okay. We'll figure something out. Yes, we will. All
2: right. Where is my pnp thread? All right. <laughs> so this week's. Version of Ronnie version of Pash's indie inquiry was Serpentico versus Darby Allen versus Shane Strickland from Fest Wrestling,
1: Broly by the Beach. Ed, did you by any chance watch it or no? No,
0: nah, I didn't know the which it was. I didn't know I was going to be here so earlier.
1: <laughs> All right, so uh, the only thing I'll say is I feel like this is I haven't disliked any of the matches we've done so far. I. I didn't dislike this one, but this is definitely coming in more on the bottom end of the ones we've done so far. I thought the armbar finish was great. Uh, it was a, a great spot. It actually, Prep made me watch the uh, Donald Cerrone, uh, Mike Perry finish uh, from UFC over the weekend. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of that. It just felt, like, rushed. It was mm-hmm. just, like, a lot of stuff happening, but, like, nothing... It, like, didn't build to anything. It just was, like, stuff happening, and then it was over, and it felt rushed. Now, with that being said, all the guys in that match are unbelievably talented, are fun to watch, could do a lot of cool stuff, but I didn't feel like it, like, all flowed together as, like, a story or a match. What are your thoughts, Alo?
2: Yeah, I agree, because when I was watching, I saw the timestamp. It was pretty short. After entrances, it was probably maybe nine minutes. Um... Once again, I popped for the entrance music. Shane, Shane Strickland's theme was excellent. I, I always forget who sings that song, too. But excellent. Yeah, but like I said, it was just a lot of stuff happening. And I thought that the, the, the end transition was probably the best part. And I did cringe. Was it like a power bomb or DDT on the steps? Yeah, DDT. But other than that, it was, it was at the lower end. It's not the worst. I think the, I think the one that I will put at the bottom will be the David Starr versus Walter match. But this is right above it. At I think we're there, we're doing five now.
1: This is or the seven. fifth one, I think.
2: Uh, I'll put this in at four because, like I said, not much really happened, and it was like nine minutes.
1: Yeah, I wish prep was here to to give us a little bit more like background or insight on the choice. We can always ask him uh, next time. Did he give you a choice for next week, or do we have to wait? I haven't. Okay, what do we have for next week? All right. So
2: for next week, we'll be for Pasha's in the inquiry. We will be. We will be reviewing Ricky Starks. And puppies, no cats. Ricky Starks versus, (laughs) I guess guess you could say, friend or freeloader of the show, (laughs) Maxwell Jacob
1: Friedman. Oh, wow. All right. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Prep, thank you for sending in next week's edition. Are we ready to get into the closing segments like listener questions and some of the bonus segments? One more thing. X mm-hmm.
2: uh, sent us the uh, the page fight, mm. and fight for Our Family trailer today. What are you guys' thoughts on that?
1: So, like, I don't have a ton of thoughts. The one thing I'll just say is when we first saw that they were doing it and we first saw, like, the, uh, the scene they filmed with Thea Trinidad, now known as Alina Vega, as AJ Lee, I thought, like, oh, man, this is going to be so corny. This is not going to be good. And then I saw the trailer, and it looks way more good and way less cheesy than I expected. And it looked like it would be entertaining. So, like, I'm, I'm excited about it now. I, it looks like it's actually going to be, like, a fun movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Not going to be nominated for an Oscar or anything, but I think it'll be a fun watch. You never know. You <laughs> never know with Dwayne. <laughs> anything ever to the with the brother? I don't know. Probably no. not. we got to see the movie. We'll have to wait till the end credits and see, like, the, like, where is he now portion.
0: Uh, I'll, I'll take, I'll take this next. Cause I know, uh, CK loves page. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to get like, uh, I need a nickname more in here. It's like the guy that hates everyone. Cause like we were talking on the Roman show. I was like the least fan of him. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely out of everyone here. I'm the least biggest fan of page. So like when I first saw the same thing, I thought like, man, this is going to be cheesy. Like, is this going to be a Netflix movie? Like this isn't going to hit theaters. And I think, let's just say, for a round number, let's say the trailer was a minute and a half. I got 20 seconds into this, and I was like, whoa, when's this coming out? (laughs) It it, it looks great. Um, I actually, it was one of the things, like, I was shaming myself right after. I was like, man, I can't believe I didn't like her more before she was hurt." Like, the trailer looks so good. I'm so excited to see it.
2: Oh, speaking of Paige, I don't know if you guys saw, but there was a sheet that came up, but but she quickly debunked it.
0: Yeah, she destroyed it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they said that they they WWE's gonna clear. They won't clear her, but she's cleared to wrestle. But WWE won't clear her. But she quickly killed that. So I thought that was interesting. And with the whole Survivor Series spot open, you you know, it's something up. Something to think about.
3: Something to think about. Something to leave. You never know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm saying it could happen or it won't happen.
1: Yeah, but always the case.
2: Yeah, but I'm with, I'm with you guys on the. I'm with you guys with your early thoughts on it. Like, I remember when they were filming it, I was like, "What the hell is Rocky doing? Is this even going to be in the movies? At all? Is this going to make it to theaters?" Because they like said we saw those, those, those Lena Vega stuff, and we found out she was playing AJ Lee. We were like, "Get the hell out of here!"
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, yeah, Tessa Blanchard, I believe she, I believe she was Paige's actor stunt double for wrestling. But I was just like, I was at first i was like what is this rock but <laughs> i was blown away i really well and this actually looks real inter- interesting i didn't know there was gonna be a comedy aspect of it at all but even after the comedy was funny and i love vince vaughn and i'm glad Dude. that he's actually in this plane playing yeah, the trainer
1: yeah i did trailer joe yeah so okay so yeah vince yeah. vaughn playing the trainer you have nick frost yeah nick Frost plays is her fun, dad yeah. like he's great it's so like when yeah. we were rock calling, we was like, get out of
2: here! Yes, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I thought the comedy was really was really fun, and so the the casting was great. Uh, with Vince Vaughn actually being a, a having a big role as the head trainer for NXT. I can't really I can't wait to see this. Even uh, the woman portraying Paige, I don't know her name yet, but well, I couple. thought she.
3: Good. <laughs> there's a couple in there. I mean, just looking at the the previews, there's gonna be a couple wrestlers. Like, be fun to see who who kind of plays them. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm, that that too, Joey. But the woman portraying Paige, I thought in some of the inter- scenes, inter- scenes interacting with others, I thought she did a really good job. And I didn't expect the comedy aspect of it to come in, but I know there'll be like a ton of wrestling lingo in this movie. So I'm sure like I'll be kind of watch, watching this movie with my wrestling goggles
3: on. <laughs> and and your wrestling goggles and your coolie jammers. <laughs> yes.
2: Aren't your wrestling goggles always on? <laughs> yes, so, like I'll have like, I'll have my my re- my wrestling goggles on even more during this movie, and I'll, I'll watch it as like as, as a you wrestler. You wear
3: you wear your nice wife beater that day.
2: Yes, I got a fresh release one.
3: date.
1: Uh, I think was it February? February.
3: <coughs> February.
1: Okay, so not much longer.
2: Yes, yeah, so, yes. Yeah, so like I'm really so I'm really excited for it because I don't like as a wrestling fan. I'll watch it with my wrestling goggles on and. I might have a bit of... Even if it's not reviewed well... I we might, already booked it. We're going together. We are, we are doing that. Hmm. But <laughs> even with my wrestling goggles on, I'll I'll probably still find a, a, a spot for it and not be hard on it as the critics may.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I hope CK doesn't try to sit next to me. I'm going to sit my, next to you with a hole in my popcorn bucket.
0: <laughs> Holy I, Christmas.
3: I thought he was about to say he was going to sit on your lap. <laughs> yeah, that true. wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs>
1: That's where I thought Now he's going to put
3: a hole in something else. A <laughs> couple, couple <laughs> beers in tow. Uh We ready for
1: listener questions? Yes.
2: All right, we got a question from the Godfather, Joe Lafferty. Okay, thank you, Laff He asks, "With Roman and with Roman sick and Becky on the and Becky out, well Charlotte, well let me go back. With Roman sick and Rhonda Charlotte happening so soon, what do you see as the mania main event?"
1: All right, I'll take that first. Mania main event, I see the Ministry of Darkness (laughs) versus Degeneration X versus the NWO. Paul Nash Hogan against HBK, Triple H, and X-Pac and the Ministry of Darkness. I guess Undertaker... We'll Edge say, and Christian yeah, <laughs> I was Actually, I'm going to change it up o- I'm open for Edge and Christian I'm, I'm going to say Undertaker, Kane, and Ken Shamrock <laughs> Oh my goodness <laughs> what, do, what do you guys have? Come
0: back, Kenny Jeez.
3: Oh, well, I have
0: um, If I could fantasy book
3: I'm, it, Ambrose and Rollins for the IC title I'm, I'm looking at a couple rematch kind of things uh, Yeah, <laughs> Rollins, Ambrose, I'm thinking Braun and Brock and I'm thinking AJ Daniel Bryan. Sounds good. Alo? Uh, all
2: right. I'm going with Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart <laughs> in a submission match with Ken Shamrock as the referee. All right. Uh, hey,
1: it worked once. <laughs> if, if it worked once, they'll try it again. Yeah,
2: um, and and what, the, what are they going to do with H not be being be a wrestler for WrestleMania?
1: I think he'll find a way to be there for that. If that's that the three, case,
0: Austin's got to come back if H can't make it. That
1: triple threat six-man tag match, or the nine-man tag
3: match, I think he'll make <laughs> it back for well, that. Well, they'll probably have Triple H Undertaker for the last time ever. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> um they All have right. an error. And <laughs> we have any other questions?
2: Yeah, I had a question for you guys. Okay. So with Sapphire Series coming up, what is your dream all-time Survivor Series team now. I put Guys, we got to take this. Wait, I, I put this on Instagram a little earlier today. I don't think people... I might not have been clear. I didn't say all-time. I said your dream. Dream makes all-time. <laughs> yeah, that's how That's how I took it. But there were some very compelling answers here. Some guy said, Pash, Alo, X-Fly, <laughs> in prep, with Joey as the manager. <laughs> Because because he's a lover, not a fighter. (laughs) Uh, Donovan said, Rusev, Samoa Joe, Braun, AJ Styles, Andrew McIntyre. Some other guy says, Senor Sexay. (laughs) I (laughs) mean me. Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Madness, Elroy, and the Comeback (laughs) Kid. Elroy. (laughs) (laughs) All, and then, all excellent answers. Yeah, and then Kevin Fenty from Barbados, mm-hmm. he says, Styles, Omega, Rhodes, Champa, and I appreciate him saying this, Drew Galloway.
1: <laughs> Drew Galloway. I appreciate it too. Um, Kevin Fenty, I think we meant to announce it last week. I think, ALO, we decided we were making him the international ambassador to Matt Madness. Yes. <laughs> I think it's the right thing to do. He seems very engaged politically. So who else? We're we're going to try to get the Prime Minister of Barbados to institute midterm elections and give away I voted stickers and then we're going to have Kevin Fenty represent us on an international level going forward. Um Yeah, so Dream Oh, Eff, you wanted to take this one first. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, um just a random one because I think of five man tags. Um because I don't think all together they've ever done anything in the ring, it would be the click. It would be x Hall, Nash, Triple H, Michael's.
3: Okay. Joseph, who do you got? I didn't have a lot of time to think. I just threw it together. I'd probably go Stone Cold, Hogan, HBK, Chris Jericho, and then I'd have a fatal four-way match for the last spot. <laughs> <laughs> who's in the final four way i'm freaking out now oh you're freaking out now well i have seth rollins i probably have the warrior okay. just because you know you got to show some love mm-hmm. um john cena mm-hmm. and bill okay
0: Whoa! who it? goes over i love the who goes says, over yeah who wins
3: you'd have to have the match to see what happens oh my gosh I won't be able to sleep
0: tonight. I love that
1: Joey says I haven't had time to think about it and then he has the, the most thought out <laughs> <laughs> he's got a qualifying match for the last <laughs> oh. Um for me I would go with Hogan Cena Roman and then my two really serious ones I would go Randy the Macho Man Savage and Chris Jericho those would be my five well, I'll I'm go. just astonished that you put
0: the Big mash Hogan in there.
2: Yeah, had to. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Triple H, uh-huh. of course, Shawn Michaels, Edge, and I was gonna put the Hardys in there, but
0: because uh, I, I, I didn't get the memo, we're doing Rushmore's.
2: <laughs> well, it's your dream team.
3: <laughs> That's what I just used. I used my Rushmore's and then mixed up a little bit. Yes, and uh, Roman Reigns,
2: and I'll go. Ish. All time. Oh, Chris Jericho.
1: I do love that we got a Drew Galloway mention in there. That, <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. that. That's like a thing. Yes. Um, all right, was that it for listener questions? Yes. All right. I do have a Stump Alo if you're ready. All right. Okay. It is at the 2012 Survivor Series. The, the opening match featured an unannounced five-on-five five-star yeah unannounced five-on-five five-star classic. Please name the five baby faces. There were heels and baby faces back then that clashed with the primetime players, Primo and Epico, and Tensai.
2: 2012? Mm-hmm. That was the the <coughs> year the Shield de- debuted, right? No. Uh,
3: yeah, I do Or don't the know.
1: 20, Maybe. Yeah, that was the year the Shield debuted. Ooh. Uh, I will be this may be the most impressive one so far. This is going to be more impressive than you naming whole cards if you can <laughs> name these five. Oh,
2: uh.
3: 2012, it was unannounced. Unannounced. And I haven't seen that. Yeah. I haven't I
1: mean, seen that shot the fact that he account. just said
3: that kind of gives you a huge. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Tag team champions in
2: 2012. Um, Air Boom wasn't it, wasn't it? Yeah. Kofi and Air Boom. Mm-mm.
0: Kofi Kingston, Evan Bourne.
2: Kofi wasn't. You said so. Kofi wasn't on that on, the, on that match, was he?
1: No. I'll be impressed if you get one out of these 5 he I'll get one. Mm. Mark Henry. No. <laughs> Twenty
3: twelve. I mean, just think about it. They they fought the primetime players, Titus. Tensai? It was, it was Darren Young
1: and Titus, Primo and Epico, and Tensai with Rosa Mendez.
2: Rotus Clay? Okay,
0: that's one. Wait a minute, did you say Tensai with Rosa Mendez? Yeah.
2: She she was with Primo and Epico at that time. Because I think Primo and Primo Primo and Epico. Primo Epico, they made I think they lost at the tag titles already at that point because they lost some to R-Truth and Kofi r Truth not in that match is he?
3: no okay you're right with Brodus that's one
2: alright so the rest the other two had to be tag teams then because there's not a lot, there weren't a lot of tag teams back then uh, I
0: feel like he's gonna get three out of five because I'm guessing I think I know one of them or at least a
2: team uh, 2012 um, Tyson King Justin Gabriel
1: Yes Ooh, <laughs> Knocked out he's gonna two get, in one he's swoop He's going to get the whole thing He, he got two get more, that's thing.
0: three out of five uh, If, if you know I what? know the other team He's
2: getting it all It wasn't the Usos, was it? No
0: uh, that's, That was my guess Tag teams in
2: 2012 I'm stumped, That tag out Mmm <laughs> Cause tag, there were no tag teams. Cause that Justin Gabriel Tyson tag team, they 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 got thrown together at WrestleMania earlier night earlier that year. There were no tag teams at all.
1: Uh. And I wasn't watching, so I have no way to know if you're even like on the going down the right track. No, I'm, got try, I'm
2: trying to think of the teams.
1: He got and three. And
2: there were no teams back then, and that's the that's the thing. Um, some bum, right?
3: I don't know how, how you'd view it, but... I wouldn't call either of the other two bums. God, who
2: are the tag teams?
3: I'm trying to think of the tag titles. Uh, I wouldn't overthink the tag team portion of it, but that's just me. What? I wouldn't overthink the tag team portion of it, but that's just me. I'll tap. All right.
1: do, you, do you at least know who accompanied them to the ring? <laughs>
2: huh. Hold on.
1: So it'll be obvious. It'll be obvious once you think of who you already named.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, the Funkadactyls.
1: Yeah. yeah, Cameron and Naomi. Uh-huh. All right, so Rey Mysterio. Okay, I would have got that. Sin-Kara. And Sin Cara.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that tag team. I went
3: nowhere. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that was actually a tag team. I just Yeah, they, 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 were, they
2: were teaming for a little bit
1: As I said, year. I
3: wouldn't overthink it too much, because you're, <laughs> you're never going to come out with it as a tag team.
1: <laughs> um... Well, I guess that's the show. I don't have anything else to add. Anything anyone else has? Sixers lose. Yeah, Sixers lost the uh, Jimmy Bucket's debut in Orlando. Not a game you can. Not not a game you really should be losing. Um, But Joel Embiid, if you're looking to cheer yourself up after a rough loss, uh, you could sit down and trust the process with us, LeBron. I'm pretty sure you could use some cheering up after the way the season has started for you. So the throne At is winning. Seven and six. <laughs> and listen to our throwback and unsanctioned libraries. Subscribe on iTunes, five star ratings and reviews. Alo, would you like to move some merch?
2: What a maneuver on it to embrace the madness. Onesies, ladies, there's some wild bulls out on the loose. Get your
1: onesies ready. <laughs> Somebody. So I had been posting. For people to claim, uh, Ronnie versus the World T-shirts, and someone specifically requested a onesie. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good, if I had a baby, I'd have some Ronnie vs. the World onesie. And I was like, so maybe, well, maybe, the next, maybe the next round I'll get onesies. But I'll, right I'll now, I only it's have just a food t-shirt. baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's the show. Everybody enjoy Survivor Series um, as much as you can. Yeah. For Mr. Sexy Punta Cana, the now forever CK Joe Rottermill. Living, and loving, and learning. <laughs> For Act 2 Fly, Eric Trembicki. For Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo. Aaron Lloyd. I am Ron Pashery, and we will see you next week. the top elbow.
0: Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand Fist a Superman, it's a Slam. Here we go again, fans mocking man Man, I hate my balls, Shut the Mr. McMahon It ain't safe the land, off the cell Fans love it, ain't hard to tell Talking madness, awesome, well What I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell